This is Cole. And this is Ron. We are the creative team. Asking the tough questions like, Hey Cole. Yeah, Ron? What if Hulkamania never ran wild? Hey, Ron. Yes, Cole? What if Rick wasn't ravishing? That's rude. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Cole, I got an idea. I can see that. Hey, Ron, I got an idea. I love it. My sister, Candace Murray. Look, up in the sky, it's the creative team. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of The Creative Team. I am your host, Cole Dawson, and with me as always, whom I thought was my hashtag team partner, but he really is just a saboteur, Ronald Kilborn. Uh, fuck you, Ron. Uh, I listened to the last episode, and, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, I thought you were my partner, thought you were my buddy here. And uh, I gave you control of the editing with full trust and faith in you. And uh, you kind of fucked me there a little bit, bud. Made me sound stupid, you know. Uh, 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 What do you have to say for yourself? I have no idea what you're talking about. All I know is we had a very nice conversation about you backpedaling on Brody moving on in the the bracket. And obviously going with the obvious choice, Mabel. Uh, I, I just brought it to light. I brought it to the world. I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about, to be honest. Well, you know, the fans of the show got a special <laughs> little gift. Special little gift. Cold open, as it were. Um, it was a coal open. Yes, a coal open to the creative team show last week. Um, but, you know, the bracket was a lot of fun. Do you have any uh, thoughts now, having lived through it, and anything stand out or catch you as amazing from our last sessions? I think still the story of that bracket is the underdog story of Abdullah the Butcher. <laughs> Just even listening through it again and uh, and uh, reliving it, uh, I was like, wow, Abdullah Butcher made it to the semifinals of this bracket. Good for him. That was the story. That was the takeaway. Even though I was obviously going for The Undertaker, the fact that, the fact that Vader won, it's a good day for any wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It, and that's what's been cool about these two brackets is, you know, we, we've kind of had an idea of where it was going. I know you joked when we pitched this idea, like, can we just skip to the finals with Andre and Taker and and do it? (laughs) But uh, that's not how it worked out. It's not how it went. Now, I, uh, after doing two of these brackets, I realize um, since I'm doing this with you and a lot of our guests are going to be maybe not as big of students of the game as myself, I may need to adjust my ranking system when I'm coming up with seating for these brackets so we don't end up with a giant hole where Bruiser Brody should be and we've got Abdullah the Butcher and, I don't know, was it Sid in the final? <laughs> in the, oh, that's just, that's, you know, it's not surprising necessarily that Abby or Sid would be in the final eight, but... To be facing each other in the final eight was a little bit interesting. And uh, I don't know that anyone would book that matchup if they had the foresight to do so. (laughs) Well, at least two people did last week. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. I'm glad we did it. Uh, it, it, It started, you know, it just sparked a bunch of other great ideas for brackets. And also... Uh, maybe a new segment or new, I guess, show idea where we can go through somebody like a Vader 
and uh, maybe rebook their introduction to the world. The creative team is uh, just flowing with ideas once we get going in these brackets, and I'm looking forward to it. But, Ronald, why don't you tell the folks what we have on tap for today? Well, given that a masked heavyweight won the big man bracket last week, today we're going to be discussing the top 10 masked wrestlers of all time in our classic-themed top 10 episode. Uh, Well, I'm just going to touch on it a little bit because... You kind of let the cat out of the bag by saying we're kicking around the idea. But no, this is official. We have a new segment coming to you soon. We don't know when, but the show is called Take It Up With Creative. And we're going to take a subject like a Vader, and we're going to pretend that they came to us and asked us how to right their wrongs when it came to their creative. And we're going to present each other our own version of, uh, of their story. And just no competition, just a friendly, nerdy discussion. We have enough competitions. Right now, we're just going to have a little roundtable of nerdy wrestling talk. And that's a, that's a show that I'm going to be excited to, to drop soon. Take it up with creative. Yeah, we will go through it and, and we'll have, you know, kind of a creative meeting discussion, so to speak. Well, this month, a lot of good things are happening. Uh, the mask ban is lifting here in the States. So what better way to celebrate than by talking about the top 10 masked wrestlers of all of professional wrestling history? And we're just going to get right into it. Ronald, why don't you kick things off with your number 10? Oh, we're going to kick it off hot because I have the creme de la creme when it comes to masked wrestlers. There was a big buildup for his debut. It happened on Thanksgiving. He came out of an egg. His name is the gobbledygooker, ladies and gentlemen. Top 10 wrestler in the mass department of all the times. What do you got for me, Cole? Oh, God. Are you going to do this the whole show? (laughs) What do you mean? There's a Guerrero underneath that suit. Uh, Yes, yes. Hector Guerrero was under that suit, but... (laughs) Okay, gobbledygooker. You're, You're just going off strong here, right here. Well, on that note... It's funny because there was another Guerrero who donned a very important mask, one that actually mattered in professional wrestling. <laughs> now, he was the second version of this character, but so I'm going with the original. And uh, I may be going to do a little bit of foreshadowing here because this individual, this character, this masked wrestler was such a big deal because one of the all-time... Just great in-ring performers, Tiger Mask exist, existed, and so they needed, you know, a foe for him. So Black Tiger was invented, and the the first Black Tiger was incredible. Some of the matches with Tiger Mask are just insane, and the the stuff with Dynamite Kid. It, this was like really revolutionary stuff that changed the business. And so I'm leading it off with Black Tiger, who was later portrayed by Eddie Guerrero. Awesome. Number 10, Gobbledygooker, and number 10, Black Tiger. Certainly good company, certainly worthy adversaries. My number nine. My number nine, we're going, we're sticking with the animal department, ladies and gentlemen. But this guy's a swimmer. And this guy has one of the most recognizable hand gestures ever. Just put it right up to his head like that. And I loved when he had a big old run as, I guess, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I'm going with TNA's. (laughs) Resident Shark Boy, ladies and gentlemen. Shark Boy is my number nine. Above Gobbledygooker, 
I love when he came out and stunned everybody, and that's the bottom line because Shockboy said so. That is interesting. So, are, are, did you do an all comedy top ten, Ronald? Or I mean, I like Sharkboy a little more than uh, Gobbledygooker. There, at least he had some run. But <laughs> yeah, but Gobbledygooker was debuted at the Survivor Series. He had a long build up. He was introduced by Mean Gene Oakland. Um, way too many uh, accomplishments in just that one debut than Sharkboy's entire career. Uh, the best parts of Sharkboy was him imitating Stone Cold Steve Austin, and that's just you know at least Gobbledygooker was an original thought. <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to pester you all episode because your explanations for this are just magic and wonderful. But uh, for me... Stop me when I don't make sense. <laughs> all right. My number nine, I went with, you know, wrestling. <laughs> so did I. And, and how much better wrestling can, can you get than Mr. Wrestling 2? Yes, one of the all-time, you know, great tacticians... Had a really great run in the 80s, um, some really great storylines, but he was uh, famous for for making the best knee lift you've ever seen in your life kind of a finisher. There were a lot of guys that used it in the 80s, but he uh, his storyline, it really became a big part, a big weapon where it was a knockout punch. And it's kind of funny because now, nowadays, when we watch UFC and we see guys hitting running knees or throwing knees and legitimately knocking guys out. Uh, he was kind of ahead of his time with that big running knee lift. So uh, yeah, Mr. Wrestling too. my number nine greatest mass wrestler of all time. I like it. I like it. I, I never saw Mr. Wrestling two. I didn't get past Mr. Wrestling one. I'm not really much for sequels. I did see the remake years later when Kevin Steen was Mr. Wrestling. Um, my number eight and and okay, there is a fantastic wrestler underneath this mask. So you know, yes, that we're Go we're going by the theme. You know, you're saying I'm not going by wrestling, but this wrestler, he's hot, he's spicy, he's curry man. That's right. We're sticking with TNA. Christopher Daniels in his sweet sweet outfit with the sushi on his head, coming out dancing his sweet ass off. That's my number eight. We're going curry man. I I can't be too mad about having Christopher Daniels on one of our top ten lists. Uh, as we saw a few weeks ago on our, uh, our, our fantasy booking episode, uh, we obviously love Christopher Daniels more than, than our judges did that day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Christopher Daniels. I just love that you went with TNA and not like Japan where it was actually invented and the reason it exists. So, <laughs> right. Curry man, number eight. All right. We're probably just going with my list today, I think, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? The people have spoken. I went out and surveyed this. You asked all three people? <laughs> oh, All right, so probably the most legendary American masked wrestler of all time uh, is number eight on my list. This guy wrestled through the 50s, 60s, 70s. As I mean, he's his mask is iconic, and it's funny because it's really basic. It's just a white mask with like red trim. But the Destroyer, Dick Byer, was absolutely incredible. A great trainer. His legacy in the business is one that kind of gets lost in the shuffle. But I'm glad we get to mention him here on the show today. Just one of the all-time great, like hardcore, real in-ring workers. Had a great career in Japan as well. Um, 
and can't say enough good things about the destroyer dick buyer amazing and you know what we might as well keep the theme going because i'm going to stick in japan as well and you know you're you're going to be you're going to be impressed because my number 7 he's a japan wrestler he's a masked wrestler he spits green mist he is the great quang now uh quang oh was awesome yeah he would spit the green mist in people's face to get the win he would later on become savio vega fantastic worker one of the best that's my number seven, Quang. Or Quang. Whichever you want to do. Did 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 you even try today? Or are you just trying to trying to piss me off? You knew I was gonna be salty about the Mabel thing, and you're just gonna come here and just troll me the whole episode. Um Cole, you name one <laughs> bad wrestler on my list so far, and I'll shut up. Uh Quang. <laughs> Savio Vega, if we're being honest, made Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, Savio Vega was quite a good wrestler, I agree. But this isn't Savio Vega, this is Quang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I can see you're super serious and you took this this uh this idea and ran with it the right way. Um I'm gonna go into Mexico now because we're talking about masked wrestlers, and obviously uh the luchadors are you know the most famous mass wrestlers of all time um but there were three in particular and you know we're gonna get into them but these guys crossed over uh in mexico from just being professional wrestlers into being full-on superheroes and making movies and being stars my i'm leading off number seven i'm going with blue demon nice blue demon's legendary and yeah you, you might be right we might be going with your whole list here it might be a first ever in the creative team uh <laughs> But, you know, the the streak might get broken here because my number six, my number six had a WrestleMania match. My number six put over The Rock before he was The Rock. My number six is the almighty Sultan. The Sultan. Oh, you got to love the Sultan. This propelled Sultan. Fatu to stardom way before Rikishi was a thing. Everybody wanted a piece of the Sultan. Even the Iron Sheet came out and dusted off that uniform to manage the Sultan. And that is the reason why he's right in the middle of my sweet list. Fatu is the Sultan. Number six. You couldn't at least you could have at least built up to the gobbledygooker. Like you could have been trolling me with like these ones that really don't matter and then went over the top with gobbledygooker, but like nope. Sultan and Quang are in the middle of your list. Like, guys, that shouldn't even be in consideration for this, but all right. They are the unsung heroes of the greatness that is the masked wrestling universe. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say that they're the unsung heroes of the of the era in between the new generation and attitude era. <laughs> At least you were going to give me something, something based in some reality. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. These are oh, God classic, just blockbuster attraction, A-quality performers. I mean, if, if you didn't throw in Curry Boy and Shark Boy, at least I could, or Curry Man and Shark Boy, I, I could at least give you credit for the fact that you've only watched WWF for like most of your life and been like, oh, well, okay, there's only 10 mass wrestlers maybe ever in like the 90s and to now in WWF. But no, 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 no. You went TNA. 
and the Sultan. <laughs> I went to the world of professional wrestling. Ah, oh, okay. Well, I went to the actual world of professional wrestling and staying outside of America again, uh, staying in Mexico with, you know, the, the, the great legendary masked wrestlers that, that became superstars and superheroes. Number six for me, El Santo. Okay. Awesome. El Santo is another legend. Definitely probably sticking around on the top 10 list. And you know what? The Sultan is an American. You know, I'll have you know that he's probably the Sultan of somewhere I don't know, but he's actually Samoan underneath that mask. <laughs> but, you know, in all honesty, we are going to be sticking with America. And what better representation of America than Mr. America? Now, you can't argue that Hulk Hogan shouldn't be on any list ever. Uh, certainly not the middle, right in the middle of a top 10 anything. And what better place for Hulk Hogan to be than right in the middle of the top 10 masked wrestlers of all time? Mr. America, dead set in the middle. You know, when we pitched this idea, I figured maybe you'd troll me for like 10 and 9. We are more than halfway through this list already, and you're still giving me bullshit, Ronald. <laughs> How is this bullshit? This is... <laughs> Quite honestly, I, I, I'm i pretty sure I copied this from an ESPN page. Uh, <laughs> this is this is the most factual I've ever been in my, in my life on this show. <laughs> like, it, 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 you, if I'm honest, I probably would have... You went on the Sportster and were like, oh yeah, what did the Sportster have to say about mass wrestlers? <laughs> yes. And number 10 was gobbledygooker. <laughs> uh, and then from there... The middle of their list is Hulk Hogan in a mask. <laughs> and we got four more, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, number five. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Ron. <laughs> oh, oh. So I went with Tiger Mask. <laughs> <laughs> no pitch. <laughs> I mean, you got Quang on your list. Do I really have to pitch these guys? <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we have a show to do, Cole. You got to pitch these guys. I'm pitching mine. Oh. <clears throat> okay, well, in the early, early 80s, there was a phenomenal mass wrestler who ca caught the attention of the wrestling world, uh, had one of the greatest feuds of all time, still to this day. Uh, I mean, just changed the business forever. Uh, Dynamite Kid and Tiger Mask, uh, people are still trying to imitate them to this day. So number five on my list is Tiger Mask. There you go. Is that a good enough pitch for you? <laughs> it certainly is. I mean, he's going. He's right there with Hulk Hogan. I mean, oh, God damn it! <laughs> just, just perfect placement. You can't get any more praise than that. Except when you're number four, next to my number five, Hulk Hogan is Mr. America. Is this going to be Undertaker in a mask? Oh man, that would have been great. <laughs> Injured taker in a white mask. But no, we're not going there. <laughs> Conquistadors? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, one can only hope. We'll get to the honorable mentions later. <laughs> but my number four. He was a natural disaster. And then he became, naturally, a disaster with this gimmick. And what oh, I God. can only describe as a mass South Park fan who's fat. And I'm going with Golga. That's right. Golga. Golga. Since you... <laughs> Jesus. Since you went with one half of the natural disasters, I thought for sure, for sure, 
we were going to be talking about a stormtrooper mask right right now, but you switched it up on me. You switched it up with the guy carrying Cartman to the ring. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my side hurts, Ronald. This is terrible. Oh, so. Oh my goodness! No comments on Golga. <laughs> I love Earthquake. Fuck it. <laughs> Great list. <laughs> Best list you've ever done. <laughs> oh, my number four. Uh, I went with the most famous luchador of all the times and uh, the man of a thousand masks. And uh, our good buddy Vincey got to wrestle him a couple times and uh, he did not have a great time with him. But nonetheless, number four on our list, Mill Masquerade. Amazing. Amazing. That's my number 11, if we're being honest. Oh, there you go. Just missed the cut. Uh, just, I, you know, almost there. But, you know. Anyway, my number three. And I'm excited to see your reaction because this is probably the only time Terry Funk will be on any of my lists. And we're going with Chainsaw Charlie. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. I can hear his entrance right now. He came out with his sweet-ass chainsaw. Never hit anybody with it because, you know, it was never turned on. And it would just look weird if someone got hit with a chainsaw and none of their limbs came off. But I loved the way he acted. I loved the hair coming out of the coming out of the pantyhoe. He had a WrestleMania match, uh, won a dumpster match. Uh, definitely high on the list in any category. Uh, but um, when it comes to mass wrestlers, how do you not talk about Chainsaw Charlie? <sighs> well, I guess the one thing we can say about your list is it proves the old adage that if you come out of a box. Or a fucking egg, you're over, motherfucker. Oh, you got two guys that came out of a box on your list. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh. Well, one of the nemesis of Chainsaw Charlie at the time was one of the greatest mass wrestlers of all the time. This guy wore a mask because he was horribly disfigured and burned beyond recognition. And, uh, you know... It seems a little weird that he would be this high up on any of my lists because he is what he is, but I think we've talked about it. Kane's importance to WWE and WWF and the Attitude Era and ushering in a new era of just real over-the-top storytelling and just intrigue and interest. And the fact that he had a 20-year career, I gotta go. It's gotta be Kane. Beautiful. I love that Kane's on here. I did not love that you guys tried to have him beat Undertaker in the in the brackets last week. <laughs> in pure spite. In pure spite. And, you know, there's no there's no animosity from me whatsoever. I'm sure the world will have a lot of animosity towards me when they hear my number two. My number two, masked wrestler of all time, had one of the best debuts ever, and he came out and unexplainably fucked Hulk Hogan. And we're going with the Yeti. Oh, he came out wrapped. Oh. And wrapped his sweet arms around Hulk Hogan and proceeded to gyrate and move and swivel until Hulk Hogan couldn't walk anymore. And it is one of the most groundbreaking debuts I've ever seen in my life. The Yeti, number two mass wrestler of all time. The Yeti. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, Ronald. I'm trying to keep my shit together right now. And because... mind you, mind you, three below the Yeti is the guy he <laughs> fucked. 
I feel like your personal goal today was just to break me and get as much Cole laugh as you could on audio. <laughs> How am I doing? So, <laughs> I mean, you got a real genuine one. I fucking got tears running down my face and my side hurts. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> so to counter your Yeti. <laughs> oh, because the Yeti was a monster man, seven foot whatever, and, you know, wrapped in toilet paper. Um, so I feel like it would be the shit if Rey Mysterio was taken on the Yeti. So I'm glad that <laughs> our number two... <laughs> Are the Yeti. Yeti is definitely your number two. <laughs> Perfect. But I'm going with goddamn Rey Mysterio, and you all know why, because I took this shit seriously today. <laughs> I took this very seriously. So seriously that Rey Mysterio was easily a number 12 spot. Like, if we, if we were going number... If we were going 20, we'd be talking about Rey Mysterio even further. And... But, you know, when you have a number one like mine... Oh, you God. just don't have a shot at making number 10 on this oh, list God. when there's already the nine that came before this one. And before we saw this wrestler, we had no idea that this was even real. I mean, we've heard stories. This was a mythical creature that we've only read about in books <laughs> or seen in movies. Hell, at the time, I don't even think there was such CGI invented... <laughs> To make such a character, because no one thought it was possible to see with our eyes. You're selling this shit so hard! And there's no other choice for this spot on this list <laughs> than the mythical masterpiece that is Mantar. <laughs> God, Ronald. <laughs> oh my God. You tell me one uh, blank stare when that thing came out. <coughs> and I'll shut up forever. But not uh, one person took their eyes uh, off that thing. They were scared uh, to death. And he went on to dominate the world of wrestling. Oh, so uh, yeah. You know, once he can get in the ring with that stupid mask. Oh, man. The headbutts are legendary. Oh, Ronald. Oh, oh. I'm not going to lie. This week was hell. I needed this. This is fantastic. <laughs> oh, I say we just leave Mantars our number one and just post it right now. I mean... That that would be the humble thing to do. I mean, you know, it's it's a number one on any category. Unfortunately, oh. it happened to be mass wrestlers today, and that there's only one man that dominates a list as, such as that. <laughs> you did so well and not breaking until you tried to get that last sentence out. <laughs> and I can see you do a spit take. <laughs> oh god, this list. Oh god, this damn list is it. So good. I mean, come on. I mean, I got, you got Terry Funk, you got John Tenta, you got Hulk Hogan, you got Fatu, you got Sabio Vega, yes. you got Christopher Daniels, you got Hector Guerrero, and you got whatever the fuck Shark Boy is. Oh. Just Glenn from the gas station. Oh, before, I'm just, before I give you my number one, I'm just going to give you some honorable mentions, ladies and gentlemen. 
that also did not make Ron's serious list today. Mankind. Vader. Oh, La Parca. And, and this one, I'm actually surprised because this one could have made the list and it would have actually fit Ron's theme today. But uh, Del Wilkes, the Patriot, did not make the list. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I had to go with the better American wrestler. And <laughs> oh, well, Mr. of course. America. Right. Mr. America's this. Fuck the, fuck the Patriot. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, dude. It's ironclad. Oh. Uh, my my honorable mentions. I, I have a few. Oh, I God. have uh, I have psychosis. He he had a good run. Um, I had Juventud Guerrera. You, you, people who may have heard of him. Um, uh, who else did I had? I I, I Ma Max Moon. Max Moon is one of the best to ever do it. Um, who else do we got? We got we got a few. Uh, oh my God, I'm trying to compose myself here. <sighs> I know, like the 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 awesomeness that is my list. It, it's really it's a humbling experience because because you almost <laughs> it makes you rethink the business, right? Yeah, because you almost got me again there because you started naming like legit people that were good wrestlers in a mass like Psychosis and Hoovy, and then you hit me back with Max Moon and I almost lost my shit again there, right there. And then, <laughs> and then oh god damn it, oh Ronald, oh, this is why I love you, buddy. This must. This is your makeup for that uh, that Mabel debacle. I feel like <laughs> Mabel. <laughs> ah, okay. So I'm gonna end our top ten list today. My number one, um, not only one of the greatest masked wrestlers of all time, but one of the greatest junior heavyweight wrestlers of all time. Uh, <clears throat> started wrestling the day I was born pretty much, and then just retired last year uh, after a 36-year wrestling career. And one of the most innovative and just absolutely most solid and just consistent performers of the last 40 years of professional wrestling, I'm going with Jushin Thunder Liger as my greatest mass wrestler of all the times. <clears throat> I am actually shocked, and I haven't mentioned him all list because I figured he would have been top three or one. I thought Ultimo Dragon was going to be all over your list. God damn it. Okay, I need a retake because uh, we did this list, and I didn't actually go up and do any research or, you know, look because I figured, oh, it's masked wrestlers will be such an easy list. But, uh, yeah, Ultimo Dragon belongs somewhere like number three on my fucking list. <laughs> now that you mention it, but, uh, yeah, I think we're going to do some editing and he's going to end up on the official top 10 list and I'll gladly bump wrestling two off my fucking list to make room for Ultimo dragon. But, uh, definitely, uh, as far as this list go, he'll go on your honorable mentions and then we will concoct our top 10 list. Uh, is there anybody on your list you really want to fight for Ronald to make, make the final top 10, the official if I were a betting man, this would be the this would be the final list in any list, really. I mean, yeah, no, I can't I can't uh, argue, give a good argument for much of any of these guys. <laughs> oh, but you certainly tried today, and you did a great job entertaining me and the fans. The only contribution that I will say that I gave legit to this list was uh, giving you the Iggy that you forgot Ultimo Dragon, and I will not be editing this. <laughs> The whole world will know that you forgot Ultimo Dragon and the greatest mass oh. wrestlers of all time. And we're going to throw him in. And that's going to be my contribution to this list, other than the laughs. 
Ultimo Dragon goes in somewhere on the final list of the creative team. Greatest mass wrestlers of all time. All right. All right. So, then I will make a make a decision that Ultimo Dragon definitely is going on this list because I really am ashamed and embarrassed as I have about 20 hours of just Ultimo Dragon matches on VHS and DVD. <clears throat> and he absolutely is one of my favorite wrestlers of all the times. And, uh, yeah, man, there's a lot of guys in Japan, really. If we're going to keep going honorable mentions. Great Muda. <clears throat> yeah, well, the Great Muda, yes. But I feel like he, you know, face paint is what we think of when we think Muda. And while he's he's worn the mask the last several years, it's still, to me, it's face paint for Muda. But <clears throat> Great Sasuke, uh, Super Delphine, El Samurai, like there was... Why? I mean, if we really wanted to get crazy, Wild Pegasus, um, Mortis, yeah, Mortis, and uh, who was his partner? There was another guy in in in, in Glacier, yeah, Glacier. Lots of guys that wore masks over the years. Um, <clears throat> obviously, we had a lot of fun today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Hurricane, yes, the Hurricane, an actual good. That's a solid one, Ronald. That's a solid addition to this list here. But he's not going to make the top 10. So the official creative top team. Or, oh, my God. The, the official creative team top 10 mass wrestlers of all time are as follows. Number 10, Black Tiger. Number 9, The Destroyer. Number 8, Blue Demon. Number 7, El Santo. Number 6, Mil Mascaris. Number four, Tiger Mask. Or, sorry, number five, Tiger Mask. Number four, it's gotta be Kane. Number three, Ultimo Dragon. Number two, Rey Mysterio Jr. And number one, Jushan Thunder Rigel! Oh, one of my all-time favorite announcements in the history of our great sport. Barely got past Mantar. Yeah, barely, barely squeaking in there past Mantar. So, oh. oh. This was educational. <laughs> oh, I got an ab workout. I was not expecting that coming into the pod today. <laughs> oh, good, good. I, I should really put this much effort in my in our top tens going oh, forward. Yeah, I, I mean, realistically, it was probably harder to come up with your list. Up for this than it was for me to come up with my list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Al Snow as Avatar almost got on my list. Oh, my God. Oh, Aldo Montoya almost got on this list. Yes. Um, CM Punk almost got on this list when he yes, wore the mask with the to X. avoid people seeing him. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and I and I practiced my promo of like throwing you off with the great Muda to Quang. Oh. And I, I was very happy with how that turned yeah, out. Yeah, you got me. You definitely got me there. Yes, I'm so happy. But yeah, I I love the list. I it uh, it's you know not nearly as good as mine, but uh, <laughs> I mean I got quality top draws on there. I mean I got Funk on there. I got Earthquake on there. I got Hulk Hogan on there. Christopher Daniels, Bell to Bell, some of the best list I've ever made. Uh I'm not going to argue it. I'm not going to argue it. I, I, you know, if we could just rip the mask off of all of your wrestlers, we'd have a great card. <laughs> yes. Would we? Oh. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we because would. we have Funk and Hogan on top. We got uh, Rikishi and uh, 
Savio Vega, shit, that would be fantastic. Yeah, we 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 could get a good card out of your top ten for sure, for sure. Oh. Oh, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Well, well, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, this was an exciting and wonderful episode, full of great debate. <laughs> And, and honesty and integrity. <laughs> Especially integrity. Oh. So for my hashtag team partner, Ron Kilborn, I am your host, Cole Dawson, saying thank you and good night. Moi.